Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase. The more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. All right, y'all. And we are live. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Y'all, welcome to another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Be back. Be back. This tea been piping, piping, piping hot. So y'all know I had to do a part two to this conversation. I've already talked about this topic before, but it was time for me to bring it back since it's been put on the forefront. And a lot of people are really kind of trying to run away from this conversation. But guess what? Your girl is here to bring it back. I'm here to wake it up. I may step on some toes tonight, but you know what? Y'all know that's what I'm here to do. Y'all know I'm here to stir the pot. Y'all know I'm here to run down rabbit holes. Baby, y'all know I'm here to do it all. So y'all already know before I get any show started, y'all already know I got to do my mental health check-in. So I need each and every person that's tuned in, drop in the comments. I need to know how y'all are doing. Today is Wednesday. It's hump day. I haven't seen y'all in about a week and a half. So check in. Let me know how y'all feeling mentally. How are y'all feeling? You know, um, before I even go into what's been going on with me, y'all already know, I got to play my video. This is this video and I'm going to switch it up, but I really particularly love this one because this one really just, it really keeps me encouraged. It keeps me motivated, keeps me going on the tough days and the hard days. I always play this video. So y'all hold tight. Don't forget, drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all been feeling mentally while I go ahead and roll this video. I don't care who you are. Life's going to punch you in the face. Sometimes life will take you to your knees. Sometimes you have to cry. Sometimes will hurt deep inside. In time of adversity, you don't have an obstacle to deal with. You have a choice to make. You can suffer or you can choose to do whatever you need to do to liberate yourself, whatever you need to do to reinvent yourself, whatever you need to do to overcome whatever you are stuck in right now. It does not have to be your residency. You keep standing. No matter how rough the sea, you keep standing. No matter what you don't give up, you keep standing. No matter what. You got to be bold in life, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not bold, if you're not standing up inside yourself, if you're not willing to call into being the highest and the strongest that's within you when you're facing life's challenges, life will trample you. 
But see, when you discover the truth of this goodness, this power that you have within you, that truth will set you free from ever being a victim in life. That truth will enable you to handle things with a level of equanimity that will surprise you. Getting unstuck means that you are going to start living life on your terms rather than just gliding through every day on automatic. That you have a special power within that you know that things are going to get better for you. You know that you can handle this. And because you want some different kind of results in your life, you've got to decide that I'm going to go all out. We decide which moments define us. Will it be the moment we get knocked down? Or will it be the moment when we get back up? This is when we show the world what we're made of. Listen to me, you can't give up. If it was easy, everybody would do it. But if life's got you down, I need you to get up and prove them wrong. We're all being tested in life. Some of us later, damn it. Others find a way around the motherfucker. Family's inevitable. It's about keeping the motivation to keep moving forward on the same exact path that you just failed. People who operate in darkness, they are relentless. They never stop. And we have to make it our full-time job to fight back. You got to put your foot down. You got to get an attitude. You got to get fired up. You got to get up, look at the man in the mirror and go, this is what I'm doing today, whether they like it or not. I don't give a f Everybody's focusing on the stupidity things that they got on the news. Don't watch the news no more. I give you the real news. You know what the news is about today? You and how you're going to conquer the world. And don't be disturbed because no one else can see it. That's not unusual. You've got to learn how to tune out the critics outside and the critic inside. You need to change on how you look at those people, what they say to you. You gotta start arming your mind. Start preparing yourself for what's out here in life. Build confidence, build self-esteem. So if people talk to you, it doesn't matter. That's great power in adversity. If you're a victim of any kind, make sure you use that to become successful. It's about going that extra step in front of the camp. That's what builds self-respect, self-esteem, self-discipline, all those things. Learn to not let life hijack your brain. Don't allow all these things to make you a lesser person. You must own your mind. Don't let life own yours. Everybody has a defining moment. Whatever your defining moment is, own it. And say to yourself, after today, I will do whatever it takes to become everything I can become. Raise the bar on yourself. Challenge yourself. Expect things to be great for you because you're going to show up differently. Fight like a warrior and die a legend. All right, y'all. So I always choose to play that video. I stumbled across it one day. I was having a, a real, real, real bad day. And I was scrolling on YouTube, just like going back, rewatching a lot of my old episodes. And that video popped up. And this is why I always play that video. That video keeps me motivated. It keeps me empowered. It keeps me encouraged, regardless of whatever it is that I'm going through. I play that video to remind myself that regardless of whatever I'm going through, I can still do it despite my circumstances. So I have not seen y'all in what, like a week and a half? Um, been going through some things. Um, I was laid off recently from my job. 
Um, but I start my new job May the 9th. So the company that let me go, uh, you guys did me a big favor, but don't worry because I have something coming for y'all. I will not mention the name, but um, I do have something coming for y'all. Um, they let me go while I was out on medical leave. Um, so I'm not going to go into further details about it, but just know that I have um, some things brewing um, for that particular company. Um, but yes, I start my new job May the 9th. I'm absolutely excited about the job. It's still a work from home, even though I was trying to find a job outside of the house because I'm sick of looking at these four walls. But hey, it is what it is. I won't complain. I'd rather be employed than unemployed. Um, Mentally, y'all, I'm in a really, really, really great space. Um, I've decided to proceed with selling my father's home. Um, I was going to initially, I was going to let the state take it, but I said, you know, it would really be like a slap to my father's face. So I would rather sell it to somebody and do something, you know, maybe with the money or whatever. But um, that's just kind of where I'm at right now. You know, I'm, I'm dropping a lot of dead weight. Um, the devil tried to come and attack me today. Um, but other than that, you know, um, I got to shake that off. You know, I, I really have got to stay motivated. I had to really sit down with myself and discover exactly what my purpose is in life. And that's still continuing to love me. That's still continuing to be the voice for the voiceless. That's still being able to get on and do my shows twice a week um, to encourage somebody, to help somebody, to push somebody, to empower somebody, to uplift somebody. So, of course, as always, y'all know I, I love y'all. I appreciate all the support that you guys continue to show me each and every episode. Um, no matter what I'm going through, y'all always show up for me, um, whether it's a text, whether it's a message, whether it's a post, whether it's a comment. Um, I really do appreciate all of that. And again, Black Girl Interrupted could not be where it is today without the love and support of y'all. So thank y'all so much for bearing with your girl on this emotional journey, this emotional roller coaster that I've been on these last two years. Yeah. These last two years. So I appreciate all the love. Ezreal. Oh my God. Hey. Oh my God. Everything. Let me say this, Ezreal. Um, I'm better. I, I get better every day. Um, I'm learning to allow and give myself the grace to feel however I'm supposed to feel. So if I'm angry, I allow myself to be angry. If I'm sad, I allow myself to be sad. If I need to cry, I give myself the grace to cry. Um, but I try not to stay down too long. You know, I, I give myself that day and then the next day I'm up because I have to keep pushing because I have people that really depend and rely on me. Um, and if I'm not good to myself, how can I be good to anybody else? So Yes, sir. Absolutely. It is nice having a revolving source of inspiration. Um, like I said, I was laying in the bed one day. I was having a real bad day. Um, and like I said, I was scrolling through YouTube. I was going back, rewatching a lot of my, you know, my earlier episodes of Black Girl Interrupted to see how far that I've evolved, how far I've come. And I stumbled across that video. And by the end of that video, I was in tears. I think I watched it maybe three or four times again to make sure I didn't miss the message. Um, 
So that's why that's why I play that video every time I, I do my mental health check-ins because I want people to know that, yes, life gets hard. Yes, obstacles come in the way. But please know and understand um, storms don't last always. So that's why I play that video. But, of course, I'm going to start updating and doing different ones um, every episode. Um, again, that's just to keep someone encouraged. Um, to let people know that um, there are people out here that really, truly love you um, and really, truly want to see you win. And I'm absolutely one of those um, I support. Um, Azra says, I started a Facebook group. You're welcome to join. It's intended to provoke thought and provide spirits of inspiration to those who may need it. And of course, provide sources of inspiration to the community. It doesn't, Azra, let me, let me tell you something. Let me, let me explain something to you, something that I've learned is it doesn't matter the quantity, but it's the quality. Send me the invite and I would absolutely love to, I would absolutely join. Um, like I say, um, you know, um, I'm here to support, you know, any anybody that's going through anything right now, just know I got your back. I stand with you 10 toes down. Um, so send me the invite. I would absolutely love to join um, whatever I can bring to the group. I would love to do that as well. So, yeah, I, absolutely. Like I say, I prefer quality over quantity. I don't care if it's a thousand people in the group. I don't care if it's 10 people in the group. Um, as long as I'm getting something out of it, you know. Um, and don't focus on that because it will continue to grow. I promise you it will. Um so again, I'm I'm still continuing on doing my mental health check-in. Um, y'all let me know how y'all have been doing. How have you been feeling? Like I said, I haven't I haven't seen you guys um in about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Um, but that's what I've been going through, y'all. Um, my health is good, my weight is down, I'm down to 163. Um, doctor wants me under 160, so I say 155 would be my goal, maybe 150, but I just take it one day at a time. I don't put a lot of stress on myself to lose the weight, um, but I know uh, I'm going to get there. Um, I my Tomorrow is my last day of treatment for my lymphedema. Of course, um, they say my legs are looking better. Of course, the color will never, never come back in my legs. Um, and I'm okay with that, you know, um, as long as I'm good, as long as I'm able to get up and be productive in the world, that's all that matters. You know, I don't care about the physical. It's what's, what's inside is what matters the most to me. Um, so yeah, that's what's been going on with your girl. But like I see, I'm in better spirits today. Like I said, the devil tried to attack me today, but of course I stepped on the devil. I'm dropping off a lot of dead weight, a lot of stress that I don't need, um, I'm removing out of my life because I've, I've got to focus on me. I've got to put the love back into me. Um, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's where your girl is at. That's what I've been going through. That's where, where I stand today. But I want to go ahead and I want to jump into tonight's conversation. Like I said, I discussed this almost a year ago. About nine months ago, I brought, I did a show on this topic, um, 
and I got a lot of negative responses from women. And that's fine. Y'all know I don't care. Um, Y'all know I'm here to run down a rabbit hole. Y'all know I'm here to stir the pot. Y'all know I don't care. Um, You women need to be held accountable for the things that you do. Uh, No, it doesn't fit the narrative, but that's okay. I'm here to wake some shit up again tonight. So it is what it is. And we're going to jump right on into it. So tonight's episode is dedicated to a really, really, really good friend of mine that I lost almost two years ago to domestic violence. Um, oh, God, I just, you know, there he is. Um, a lot of my Facebook friends may know who he is. That is my, my brother. That was my homie. He was my dog, my best who that nation fan everything so tonight's episode is dedicated to ryan outlaw who lost his life um to domestic violence um a lot of again a lot of conversations like this are not talked about um because they feel like men are not victims men are strong men don't go through things but really truly they do they are victims as well and i really don't understand why they are the forgotten victims so again, tonight's episode is dedicated to my boy, Ryan Outlaw. You are absolutely missed. Um, and we're going to see what our saints going to do this season. <laughs> so let's jump right on into it. So tonight's conversation, domestic violence, women are not the only victims, part two. Yes, we're talking about this shit tonight. So so let, let me go ahead and let me say this. Let me put this out here. To you toxic women, this is for y'all tonight. I may step on some toes. I may hurt some feelings. I may ruffle feathers, but y'all know I really don't care. Because this is a conversation that's much needed. There may be some men that are watching tonight that are victims of domestic violence. When it comes to domestic violence, it's not always physical. It could be verbal. It could be emotional. It could be sexual. It's not always physical. But I'm here to talk about it tonight. So to anybody that's tuned in, if you are easily triggered, let, let me go ahead and let me put my disclaimer out there. If you are easily triggered, you are more than welcome to leave quietly, you know. Um, but I want to go ahead and I want to jump into this conversation. Of course, y'all know I have videos everything. But I want to go ahead and I want to jump into this. A lot of people remember this from last year, but I want to go ahead and bring it back up so we can jump right on into the conversation. Dwayne Haskins' wife was arrested after she punched him in the mouth in Vegas. Here is the messy drama. Hi guys, it's Devin Howard. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can find me there as at Devin Howard. Double check that you've subscribed to The Fumble, tap the bell for notifications, and don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Dwayne Haskins and Calabria Gondrezic have reportedly been married since March, but their union has been anything but pleasant, at least based on what recently happened between the couple. Forget newlywed bliss, these two woke up and chose violence, literally. Dwayne and his wife got into a crazy argument that resulted in punches being thrown. 
It all went down at the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas. Calabria is being accused of knocking out one of Dwayne's teeth when she punched him during a fight. A piece of his tooth was found on the floor of his hotel room at the Cosmo. Insane. Apparently the couple's disagreement started when Calabria left her husband to go to a Magic Mike show and she had asked him to wait for her before heading off to Dre's nightclub for the evening. Dwayne decided he didn't want to wait for his wife, so he went ahead and left to go to the club. When she found out, the two started fighting and she accused him of going to the club without her to flirt with other women. Sources close to the couple say that that wasn't the case at all and Dwayne was just going to the club to have a good time with his friends. When the two got back to their hotel room, the fight obviously escalated and that's when Calabria decided to throw a punch directly in Dwayne's face and knock out a piece of his tooth. She was later arrested and charged with domestic battery after the incident, but her hands were so swollen from punching her husband that they couldn't even put her in handcuffs. Girl must have hit him hard, wow. Yikes, that sounds like a pretty severe domestic dispute, and it's obvious that these two are severely lacking in trust and communication skills, that's for sure. Apparently, this isn't the first time Calabria has gotten physical when she and her man fight. I guess she has a tendency to throw hands when things start to get a little tough. Dwayne, I know there's gotta be something redeeming about your wife, but listen, you don't deserve to be punched in the face. Maybe she's not the one. What do you guys think about this crazy story? Let me know in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe and tap the bell. I'm Devin Howard for The Fumble, and I'll see you guys later. All right, so a lot of people remember, R.I.P., first off, let me say this, R.I.P. to Dwayne Haskins. A lot of people remember when that happened, that's what prompted me to do my episode on domestic violence against men. We always talk about women being domestic, domestic violence, y'all, uh, I can't even talk tonight, being domestic violence abuse survivors, but what about the men? We never address the men. We never talk about the men. So I want to do part two of this and wake this conversation back up again. Again, when that happened last year to Dwayne Haskins, that's what prompted me and said, you know what, Ash, you got to do a show about that. You got to talk about that because there are a lot of men that suffer in silence. So I want to wake that shit up again today. So many of you know, um, and of course, a lot of y'all have been watching the Johnny Depp uh uh, versus Amber Heard uh, defamation trial. A lot of things have coming out are coming out in that trial. How verbally abusive she was, how physically abusive she was to him. I've seen some of the most nastiest comments, and I'm gonna say this to you women: with this toxic femininity, this toxic narcissistic behavior that y'all have, it's not cute. It's gonna get you hurt. It's going to get you locked up. Keep your hands to yourself. Because at the end of the day, what is it worth? What, what, what point have you proved by, by physically hurting or harming somebody? That's the shit I don't like. Because you women, you want to fight on men. But when it comes to a woman hitting on your child, then, then you ready to fight. No, 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 no. Stop hitting on people's sons if you don't want nobody hitting on yours. And I'm going to just say it. And this goes both ways. So I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, she's just, 
Oh, men, men are this, men are... I've talked and I've spoken about men beating on women. And I don't like it no matter which situation it is. Keep your hands to your fucking self, period. Men, keep your hands to yourself. Women, you keep your hands to yourself. But tonight, I'm not addressing women being domestic abuse survivors. I'm talking about men. Because men are always forgotten. And the reason men don't come out and they don't talk about it is because there are not enough safe spaces for men to be open about what's going on in their life. We women don't have safe spaces for men, so men are not going to open up to and let us know. Men are going to be ridiculed. They're going to be like, man, how are you this, 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 and this woman is doing this to you? Why are you allowing this woman to do this to you? A lot of men, are they don't want to leave because they don't want it to fail. A lot men stay for the pretty much the same reasons women stay in these abusive relationships. We don't want to fail. The person has torn us down so much that we feel like no one else would want us. We feel worthless. That's got to stop. Men have feelings as well as women do. You know, I hear and I, and, and I, I rally, I advocate for men and for women. But this one here, it's not talked about enough. It's always shelters for battered women. It's, it's hotlines for women to call. Why are we not giving this to men? Why are men not getting the same justice as women? I don't understand that. I, you know, when, when I first did this episode last year, Hey, brother. Oh, yeah, she batshit crazy. She, she's just, she's a narcissist. She's, she's everything. I, I think she's been, she's got some really seriously deep-rooted issues that may have started from a child up until now. I have no clue. Um, I've really, you know, I'm really trying to keep up with the trial, but of course I have other things. But, um, you know, it's very sad. It's disheartening to see men go through these things. And again, I don't want anyone to feel like, oh, I'm just like I'm discrediting like women are not um, survivors because I'm a domestic abuse survivor. Now, now what? Hence, I have purple on tonight. For domestic violence awareness. We have to stop just limiting it down to, oh, it's only talked about in, in October. No, we need to talk about it every day because it happens every day. Men make up anywhere from 30 to 30 to 40% of domestic violence. Victims, I'm sorry, victims of domestic violence. And you're welcome, brother. Um, you know, like I said, when I initially did this episode last year, it was because of the Dwayne Haskins incident. Um, and again, RIP to Dwayne Haskins. Um, hey, sis, good to see you, babe. But 
that's what prompted me to do this because I'm like, this is it's not talked about. No one, no one talks about it. Men, men are afraid to talk about it because men don't want to be ridiculed. You get what I'm saying? Because you men are labeled as y'all are supposed to be strong. Y'all are supposed to suck shit up like that. Or if, or if your woman slaps you, you supposed to turn the other cheek. No. I, I need the men to start standing up to these women the way Johnny Depp is standing up to Amber Heard. Stop allowing these women to run over you. Look at Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Toxic behavior. And men stay. Again, they stay for the same reasons that women stay. And it's sad, y'all. It's sad. It's so sad. You know, I go back and and, and I look at a, and I I look at a lot of things in regards to men being domestic violence survivors. When it comes to abuse, no matter the type, men are always forgotten about. And I want to say this to you, men. I love you. I'm here for you. I'm the voice for you. Even if you feel like you're embarrassed to tell somebody, don't be. Because not one person that walks this earth, man or woman, deserves to be abused. Whether it's physical, whether it's emotional, whether it's verbal. No person deserves that. I don't care what you do. No person in this world deserves to be abused. And that goes both ways. And I'm speaking again to my men. I'm not talking to you women tonight. I'm talking to my fellas tonight. This is who I'm talking to. I'm advocating and I'm rallying for my men that are domestic abuse victims. That's what I'm talking about tonight. Women, I talk to y'all all the time and this is not to discredit y'all. But if we don't speak up for our black men, who else is? Hello? Who else is going to do it? If I don't utilize my platform for something positive, who else is going to do it? Who else is going to speak out for these men that are verbally abused every day? Men that are been, being told every day they ain't shit. They ain't going to never be shit. You're sorry. You're fat. You're this. You're that. Why keep telling a man that if you don't want a man to tell you that, women? Stop doing that. I look at some of y'all women. When Will Smith sat down on Red Table Talk. And that man was abused. Y'all made memes about it. Y'all laughed about it. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yes, I want to do. I'm going to be in an entanglement and all of this. That man was crying for help and you laughed at his pain. So I'm going to say this to you ladies. I want you to keep that same energy when your man is dog walking on your ass. That's the energy I want you to have. Keep that same energy. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
we know you can't get enough of your favorite flavors. Luckily, Kroger Free Pickup makes it easy to grab what you need without any surprise fees. Whether it's extra buns for the barbecue or those chips you just can't quit, start your cart with the Kroger app. Kroger, fresh for everyone. $35 order minimum restrictions may apply, subject to availability. It's the big $10 sale, so mix and match and get two, three, four, five, or even 10 for $10 with your card. So many great deals. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Because it's very disheartening to me because I'm a mom and I have a son. And I'd be damned if I allow someone's daughter to put their hands on my son. Because then I'm going to have to come see about you. Because see, I'm raising my son not to put his hands on women. I'm raising my son, you walk away. Whenever you feel the, the, the situation is starting to heighten and it's starting to escalate, I want you to walk away. That's what I'm teaching my son. So to you mothers and you fathers, you need to teach your daughters to keep their hands to themselves. Get them the therapy that they need because you can't be the victim and the bully at the same time. You got to pick a struggle. So I'm addressing that tonight. That's what we're talking about. I'm here to advocate and I'm here to be the voice for these men. That's what I'm doing tonight. So we got some comments. <laughs> Let's get it, GA. Hey, brother, how you doing? Good to see you. Uh, anybody that's tuned in, that's watching tonight, y'all go follow my boy. Let's get it, GA. He does all types of NBA basketball simulations. Y'all give him a sub. He comes in day in, day out. He shows me buku love. I absolutely appreciate it. Brother, I'm still praying for you. To my brother, Dre, you definitely got to set boundaries as a man, and he said he's learning that. And, and, you know, and that's one of the things that I love about you the most, Dre, is your transparency and you able to be vulnerable and you don't care about the judgment. So shout out to my boy, Dre. Love your brother. Love, 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 love you. Oh, I see Jamaris. Hey, good to see you again tonight. And I love you too, sugar. I promise I do. Again, I'm, I'm here tonight. I'm here to advocate. I'm here to speak to my men. And let you know that you, that I'm your number one supporter. Um, I do not condone violence, no matter which which direction it comes from. Whether it's a woman hitting a man, a man hitting a woman, I don't condone it either way it goes. So I don't want anyone again to ever feel like I'm discrediting women, like women are not domestic abuse survivors, because I know you are. But y'all get more rights than men do. Men are always forgotten about. So I'm here to wake it up tonight. I'm here to talk about it. Hey, shout out to the ADHD Hour podcast. Good to see your big brother, Will. If you don't know who that is, that is my big brother, Will. He is, huh, y'all, he uh, is the creator of the Black Male podcast. He is also the creator of the ADHD Hour podcast. I believe the ADHD Hour podcast is on pause for right now. Um, But please go see, um, subscribe to the Black Male podcast podcast he is live every tuesday night uh 6 p.m no i'm sorry 7 p.m eastern time 6 p.m central time great topics he had a beautiful show last night of course i was running on cp time i jumped in late but every conversation is always great y'all go give him a sub and you're welcome brother you know i i come like i say when it comes to these shows and these topics I'm very passionate about it. So I, I pour my heart into these conversations. Um, 
to let y'all know I, I got y'all I'm, I'm here you know let's get it said let's get it ga says i don't like the fact that we as black men our feelings never matter and you're right um and that's and that is i won't necessarily say it's always the women's fault it's, it's the men's fault too so we have to hold each other accountable in regards to why black men are never allowed to display their feelings you know again it starts at home we as mothers and fathers have always told our boys um oh if it hurts you better not cry you a man you supposed to suck it up don't let that bother you when really we should be embracing and allowing you to you know and give you the grace to feel the way that you need to feel you're human at the end of the day you're human and that's all that matters so hey black male podcast absolutely brother you know you always show up for me i sh i always have i show up for you so of course you know reciprocity is very big for me you know i've supported you since day one you supported me since day one so guess what i'm gonna always show you some love i'm gonna always encourage i'm gonna always push and tell people to come and check you out he does dope shit. um he talks about things that matter in black in the black community i absolutely adore it love it y'all check him out he's live every tuesday uh 6 p.m eastern time 7 p.m central time every tuesday again the black mailed podcast go give him a sub get get his subs up y'all get help him get his subs up my brother he deserves it he, he needs it like i say he does dope shit. so back to tonight's topic domestic violence women are not the only victims part two so i want to move on to <laughs> and i want to know why why is this not talked about why is domestic violence amongst men not discussed you know what let me let me not just say domestic violence but abuse period it's never talked about never talked about there are men that are victims of sexual abuse there are men that are victims of verbal abuse mental abuse physical abuse and it's never talked about it's always swept under the rug it's always pushed to the side and i don't understand why men are human yeah he may be six three he may be five eight he may be five three but that doesn't mean he doesn't hurt as equally as a woman that's five three or five eleven or six three he has he's human he has feelings but I'm gonna tell you why it's not discussed and why it's not talked about because it's it's not the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative in society. Men, y'all don't go through this. Only women do. When really, you have men that are really battling this behind closed doors, and they're afraid to talk about it because they don't want to be ridiculed. They don't want to be laughed at. We don't create safe spaces for men to talk and that needs to change why why are we not creating safe spaces for men to be able to sit down and say you know what this is what i'm going through this is what i've experienced without being ridiculed without being put down without being made fun of we don't do this to women why are the rights not the same 
Justice should be fair across the board for men and for women. You know, I was looking as I was pulling up this episode, I was pulling up some stats. And it says, let me remove the banner out the way. It says domestic violence only affects women. That's the myth. But the fact is 40% or more domestic violence victims are men. And we all know men make up a small percentage of the human population. But 40% or more are domestic violence victims. But we don't talk about that. We don't bring that up. We, we, we don't address that. You know, because again, we figure men, y'all are strong. Y'all don't go through what we go through. And that's not true. Men are hurting just like we are. They just don't talk about it. They don't get hotlines for men to call in, but we have for women. You know, men could be victims too. And this is and this is exactly what I said. Let me move this banner out of the way. Men can be victims too. Women are not the only victims of domestic violence and abuse. Men also suffer from domestic abuse, especially verbal and emotional. And may be even more ashamed to seek help. And when I say the verbal abuse, that's when we women, you put a man down. You tell him he ain't shit. You tell him he ain't gonna never be shit. You slap him when he don't say what you want him to say. You start gaslighting him. He's trying to de-escalate the situation by walking away. And what do you do? You're running behind him. No, you're gonna talk to me. You're gonna do this. Stop it. Because when a person is in a fit of rage, you can't control what happens. You can't. When you are in a fit of rage, you can't control the situation. Because see, now you've gone from zero to a thousand now. You black out. You don't know what happens. Then someone ends up in a hospital, dead, in jail. When all you simply had to do was just walk, walk away. Let it go. Is it worth your freedom? Is it worth the relationship? And then you don't take into consideration, you may have children that are watching this. A lot of men and women that go from being the victim to the bully have experienced this in their life. Amber Heard, prime example. I don't care what anybody says. I feel like Amber Heard was abused some kind of way when maybe when she was a child. I don't know. But she had to find someone to inflict this on. She had to. Because she, she, she's, I'm telling you, she's not all the way wrapped too tight. Who do you know that's mentally sane goes and takes a shit in the middle of somebody's bed 
and then brags about it. Who does that? What mentally sane person does that? I found a video. Again, because I've been watching, I've been keeping up with a trial where she says, Oh, I'm not punching you. I was just hitting you. You narcissistic animal, you. You're being abusive. Hello? Come on now. So we got quite a few comments. <laughs> So Azrael says, I literally left my most recent relationship two to three months in. It was toxic and was approaching potential for physical violence. I just walked away. She called me a bitch and a pussy. I just said no reason to be with me then. And it goes on, but hold on, y'all. Let me, he's got. Okay. He says, I feel like it's big. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm skipping over comments. So, Black Male Podcast says we are conditioned to look at Black men in this country as subhuman. Right. We were beasts of burden that took on all forms of abuse and kept going. And that's what I mean when I say men, y'all hurt like we do. Yes, you may be in stature, you may be physically fit, big, whatever. But under all of that, you still hurt like we do. You still don't deserve to be abused. And we could even take it back as, you know, as far as slavery. You know, when black men were raped in front of their children and their wives. They were beat if they, if they talked back. Same way as women. So I say this to you men. I love y'all. I really truly do. I, I love y'all so much. I have to continue to advocate for y'all because no one else is. Whew. Jewel says, break those generational curses. <sighs> of course. And, and that's exactly what I just said, sis. It's repeated behavior. It's, it's things that they saw growing up. You'll get what I'm saying? Because when I was in my, and again, this is not about me because I, I don't want to gear it towards me, but the man that I was in a relationship with that, that was physically abusive to me, his father was abusive to his mother. So he saw this. So it was the, it was the new norm. You get what I'm saying? A lot of men, I mean, I'm sorry, a lot of women, they saw this growing up. They moms were slapping on their dads or they moms slapping on the boyfriends or the baby daddies or Whatever the situation is, it's it's been it's been seen in the household. Then too, it could be another way for control. For a person to control a situation, so they resort to violence to control the situation. Or if you don't do what I what I tell you to do, I'm gonna slap the shit out of you, or I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. So yeah, control. Again, the victim becomes the bully. You know, so Azrael says, I feel like it's because men are supposed to be atlas and endure all burdens, which I feel is partly true. I think we just need to choose which burdens to carry. I would love to carry the burdens of a significant other 
as I feel that's part of my purpose. However, I feel it's something that needs to be appreciated and deserved. Otherwise, that burden should get dropped. Absolutely. But a lot of people see, and that's, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that we make is we try to take on and carry another person's luck luggage and you can't keep carrying another person's suitcase you get what i'm saying if a person is not willing to heal why keep carrying it because i'm not going to carry someone else's pain and i'm trying to unpack my suitcases at the same time i can't carry yours and mine too we have to collectively work together to heal each other you get what i'm saying i can't carry now you want to drop all your baggage on me now what that's not fair. No, that we we got we gotta work on better exchanges of energy, you know. Black um black male podcast says historically we we have took the most shit for the longest period of time in this country. Absolutely. You sure have, and you still do. You still do. Hence police brutality and them killing our black men. So Azra says, I also called the police because she was trying to destroy my clothes by pouring bleach on them, destroy my stuff, throwing it. I called the cops and asked for them to escort me out of the apartment. And you know what, Azra, I want to commend you for even doing that because that was a smart thing for you to do. Because I'm going to tell you why. Because had she have called the police, you probably would have went to jail. And it's sad to say that they would have taken you and not her, even though she was the aggressor. But then again, it depends on the state. It all depends on the state. Cause I will say when I lived in Georgia, um, I was in a relationship. Me and him had a, had an altercation. Um, his shirt was torn and I had a little scratch across my nose because we were both looked like, we, you know, we had both tussled. We both went to jail. I was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because I did chase him with a knife. That I did do. So, because I was trying to get him off of me, and I sure did. And he's the one called the police, and we both ended up going to jail. So, Azrael, I want to say you did the best thing you could have possibly done, and that was to call the police to get the police to escort you out. Because, again, that situation could have escalated. She could have scratched herself and made it look like you did it, and guess what? You would have been in jail. You would have been arrested that night. So I commend you for that. So getting back. Again, domestic violence. Why is this not talked about? You know, these are conversations. Yes, they could be uncomfortable, but these are conversations that we have to keep speaking on because men feel like no one is going to hear them. No one hears them. I saw in a comment, I was looking at a video, y'all, about, you know, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp defamation trial and I was reading and one of the comments said well why did he wait so long to bring this up <sighs> let me see this how many victims do you know male or female talk about a situation right when it happens it's not very many a lot of people wait until they're strong enough to talk about it until they're in a in a, a better mental space to address this. Do you realize how hard it is to talk about being abused and getting someone to believe you? 
So for for whomever posted that comment, I can't remember. Like I said, I was reading stuff about the trial and reading about various other cases and situations. There's no expiration date on trauma. There's no expiration date on pain. You do it when you're mentally ready, when, when you are capable of doing it. So what? It took him five years or, or six years, however long it had been, has been since they've been divorced. He did it when the time, when he felt the time was right for him. So stop trying to rush victims to talk about their situation when they're not ready. That's like pulling stitches out of a, out of a wound that hasn't completely healed yet. Make it make, make it make sense. Show me how two plus two equals five. That's right. Oh, two plus two is five minus one. Carry the three. Stop that. Well, I tell you, it, it, it be crazy stuff that goes on. I, and I tell you some of the stuff. So as Russ says, she was pissed I called him, surprised that I called him. Oh, mind you, the apartment was in my name, but she didn't have a car. I did. So because I still wanted her well-being, I made that choice. And you do. And you do. So don't never feel bad about what you've done, Ezra. You did what was best for you. And again, I commend you for that. So Ms. Javert says, you're right. Once I knew better, I did better to protect me. Absolutely, sis. You know, you have to wait when the time is right for you. Yes. Johnny Depp endured years of pain with this woman. It took him years to talk about it. He had to get into a mental space. A lot of y'all forget Johnny Depp was on drugs. He was an alcoholic. And you're not in your right space when, you, when, you, when, you, when your mind is, is clouded. You can't think straight. You can't speak straight. You have to make sure the space that is created for you to speak about is safe. So for someone to put down a, a person that's been abused and saying, oh, why, why did you wait so long? Stop doing that to them because you're, you're pushing them further back into that hole that they have fought so hard to get out of. And that's another thing we have to stop doing is stop being judges. Sweep around your own damn feet before you start sweeping around other people's. Make sure your nasty-ass house is clean first. Javert says, I provided everything. A and that's what you have to do, you know. Whew, girl. Ezra says, also, it's not like you learn about how to deal with these situations. You have to respond the best way you know how in the moment and take time to process. And that's exactly what I mean when I say, that's why it's not talked about. Because men who are victims of domestic violence don't know how to respond to it. They don't know how to process that because they're still trying to figure out how am I a victim? This only happens to women. How is it happening to me? And then men start to question, well, what did I do? What could I have done better? When you're dealing with someone, an abuser, regardless of what you do, it'll never be good enough for an abuser. It'll never be good enough for them. I don't care if you sit crisscross applesauce with your arms folded and you don't say nothing and you say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, you do whatever. 
You'll never be good enough for a narcissistic, abusive, toxic, feminine person, woman. Never. Unfortunately, you know. So I got another video, y'all. I want to, I'm going to come back into the comments because I want to, again, I want to keep talking about this, but I want y'all to listen to this clip that I pulled up um, from the Johnny Depp trial where Amber Heard is admitting that she was hitting him. That's, and then we're going to jump back into this conversation. I did not punch you. I did not deck you. That is Amber yelling at Johnny, the verbal altercation after a physical one between the two. I didn't punch you, by the way. You, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, uh, hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. You're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are you? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? I, I'm not sitting here about it, am I? You are. That's the difference between me and you. You're Baby. The audio of the undated brawl played in court after he revealed new claims from another incident where his finger was famously severed. I was looking directly at my bones sticking out. For the first time, Johnny on the record, alleging his wife threw not one but two bottles of vodka at him after an argument in 2015. She threw the large bottle and it made contact and shattered uh, everywhere. And then I looked down and realized that the, the, the tip of my finger had been severed. And while Amber has previously denied Johnny's allegations, he insisted it happened in Australia one month after their wedding. I knew in my heart, this is, this is not life. And Depp claimed Amber left a rather disgusting present for him after they argued around the time of her 30th birthday. My side of the bed was human fecal matter, and she tried to blame it on the dogs. Sorry, I could not agree with her. I'd lived with those dogs. I picked up their fun. It was not the dogs. Johnny took the stand for a second day and immediately took on his ex-wife. She's a need for conflict. She's a need for violence. It erupts out of nowhere. And Miss Heard could uh, very easily drink two bottles of wine per night. Well, not a, not a problem. He testified Amber targeted him physically, throwing a TV remote at my head, and verbally. Tell me what a bad father I was and that I had no idea how to parent. It's to slice you up. It's to bring you down. It's to demean you. He testified that Amber's actions made him more likely to use drugs, like he had begun to do when he was 11 amid abuse from his mom. You start to slowly realize that you are in a relationship with your mother, in a sense. And he made these stunning claims. Ms. Hurd had spoken of suicide on a couple of occasions. Many times when I would try to leave, she would stop me at the elevator with the security guards crying, screaming, you know, I can't live without you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna die. So why did you stay with Miss Heard given this type of behavior? I suppose because my father stayed. And we're joined once again by Court TV's Chanley Painter. Chanley, we can't see the jury, but you can. How do you think they are reacting to all this graphic testimony? This jury is reacting to superstar Johnny Depp 
like they've reacted to every other witness. I'm surprised because they know who he is. He's Johnny Depp. And they're just like, oh, regular Joe. Let me take a couple of notes. That's it. But today, I did notice a little bit of a shift to the one woman who sits on the front row of the jury box. She seems into Johnny Depp. She's nodding. She's taking more notes. And she's even looking over to Amber Heard in a critical manner. Like, how is she reacting to what he's saying? He did have a, a joke today. He cracked a joke at an objection from Amber Heard's team. Let, let me ask you a different question, Mr. Depp. Um, yes. Let's let him object to another one. And I finally did see three of these jury members smile in response to what he said the first time in the hours he's been on the stand. Thank you for watching. If you want more extra, hit the subscribe button and the bell so you'll never miss a video. So I want to talk about that clip. You heard her verbally say, oh, I didn't hit you. No, she said, um, no, what did she say? I was punch oh, I wasn't punching you, I was hitting you. Isn't that abuse? I mean, you're physically putting your hands on another person. Doesn't matter if you're punching, hitting, slapping, whatever the situation, you're abusing him. Doesn't matter how you slice the bread. Doesn't matter how you cut the cake, how you eat the pizza. You're abusive. That's what you are. Physically abusive. You know. So jumping back into the conversation again. So let me stir the pot up really quickly. I want to know, y'all, who, initi who initiates violence more, men or women? And why? Why do you feel like men initiate violence more? Or why do you feel like women initiate violence more? Drop in the comments and let me know. Let's talk about that. So we got quite a few comments. Some of them, some I had to just recently block. Um, but uh, anyway, we're going to keep going. All right. So Javer says, and it still wasn't enough. Once I finally decided to leave, please don't go. I'm this and I'm going to do that. I love you this and I love you that. I realized that love doesn't hurt and I was out. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. She said, then the next bitch that tried it, I left the first time she tried it. No, I didn't hit back. I just got out of there. And that was a smart thing for you to do. Again, what you don't want to do is you don't want, I mean, you don't want to escalate the situation. 
Call the police. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make you a coward because let me tell you something. Men, if you are in an altercation with a woman and she calls the police, a majority of the time, the, the police are going to take you to jail. They're not going to take the women. They want to take you. Sometimes women go, you know, they'll take the women. They'll be like, oh, yeah, she's the aggressor. She needs to go. They will. But we all know 65 to 70% of the time, it's always the men that get arrested. It's always the men that are asked to leave. The women aren't. And that's sad. And that's what I mean when I say justice needs to go across the board for men and for women. It needs to apply both ways. Because again, women are abusive to men too. Men aren't the only abusers. Women are. But a lot of people ain't ready to have that conversation. A lot of people say, oh, well, men should do this. Men should do that. What should women do? We need to start holding these women accountable. And I don't know why y'all won't. Start holding these women accountable. Women, keep your hands to yourself. Stop slapping a man in the face. Stop pushing on the man. Stop punching on the man. Keep your hands to yourself. And I'm going to keep saying this. When he's trying to walk away, let him go. Stop walking behind him. Stop trying to make him listen to what you got to say. Let him go cool off. You go sit your hot-tempered ass down somewhere and you cool off. Relax. Like the words say, cooler heads always prevail. What can you accomplish when you're both angry? You not trying to hear what he's saying. He not trying to hear what you're saying. So how y'all getting the issue resolved? If both of y'all is mad. Now he's screaming over you because he's trying to get you to hear what he have to say. You screaming over him so, you can, so he can hear what you have to say. Stop it. Somebody needs to be the adult in that situation. And a lot of times it is the men that do try to walk away. That try to de-escalate these situations. It is a lot of the times, you know, the men will grab you by your arm and they'll be like, man, come on, man. Come on, man. Stop. I've seen a lot of men with a lot of restraint. I've seen that. But some of you women, y'all provoke it. And then y'all laugh about it. Like I said, when I did my episode last year on Dwayne Haskins and I was speaking on domestic violence, some of the comments that some of the ladies were making, women were laughing about this woman being physically abusive to her husband. So I'm going to say the same thing again that I said last year. Keep that same energy when it's you. When your man is moonwalking on your ass, keep that same damn energy. When you see your homegirl, you ask her, girl, what did you do for that man to put his hands on you? It doesn't matter. No person deserves to be abused. And that goes both ways. I don't care if you like it and if you don't like it. Women, keep your hands to yourself. Some of y'all are mentally abusive to men. Some of y'all are verbally abusive to men. But y'all not ready to have that conversation. Y'all keep saying, oh, but men do this and men do that and men do that. Y'all always deflecting from the situation. Stop it. Stop deflecting. Let me go into some of the comments. But y'all let me know, who do y'all think initiates violence more, men or women? So Jamara says, I see the Lifetime movies where the men are the villains most of the time. I don't see it any see any of it the other way around. It's kind of difficult to talk about. 
And you know why, Jamaris? Is because, again, as I stated earlier, there are not enough safe spaces for men to talk about. Men are a lot of times embarrassed to seek help. A lot of men are embarrassed to go and tell someone that they're being abused. Whether it's, again, when it comes to domestic violence, let me say this. It's not always a physical. It, it's not always a hit. It could be words. And a lot of men are embarrassed to go and tell somebody, man, yeah, you know, man, my girl keeps telling me that I ain't this, this. Because your brothers don't make it safe for you. They don't make it welcoming for you. Y'all are ridiculed. Y'all are supposed to endure. Y'all are supposed to suck this up. Y'all are supposed to take the, the words and the venom that is spewed at y'all. And that's not right. That's not fair. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. Let me say this. The only time, and I said it on my last episode, the only time we need to be putting hands on each other is when I'm loving on you, when I'm hugging you, whatever. I'm holding your hand, you holding my hand. To me, I think that's the only time. And again, that goes both ways. I'm not sitting up here condoning and saying, oh, women, you know, I'm not saying that. But I am saying, both of y'all keep your hands to yourself. So Azra says, basically, you see the signs from the last and know how to apply that to the present. That's why I handled my situation the way I did. And I'm glad that you learned and see, and that was a learning moment for you. You know, that experience, it taught you. You get what I'm saying? So you knew how to handle this situation correctly. You get what I'm saying? You did right. So Azra says, oh my God, my ex did that too. Threatening to hurt herself or killing herself if I don't, get, um, don't come back. Then got mad at what happened next. That's gaslighting. That's what that is. And you see a lot of, you see a lot of people that do, and it goes again, both ways. You see a lot of men that do that, but you see women that do it. Oh, if you leave me, what am I going to do without you? I'm going to kill myself if you go and they're gaslighting. That's what that is. They gaslight you. That's what it is. They're gaslighting you, baby. That's what it did. And then, uh, and then you're right. Then they get upset at what happens next. Again, how does two plus two equal five, baby? Just like make it make sense. You know, that's what I be trying to figure out, you know, is make it make sense. So let me jump in. Hold up. I got some more comments and then we're going to jump back into the conversation because I'm so ready to hear what people think. Who do y'all think initiates violence more, men or women? So Ezra says, I called the police and informed them of someone threatening to hurt themselves at that location. Her response was about how embarrassing it was. But why though? What I don't understand is why was it embarrassing to you? Why was it embarrassing to her? And she's the one that escalated the situation. That's what I, Ezra, yeah, baby, I, I'm glad you left that situation because that there was, um, baby, that, that was toxic city. Do you hear me? That was, uh, that was some serious toxicity right there, baby. Uh, Whew, you dodged the bullet with that one. So Javer says, then she says she didn't hit me. She just grabbed my face. Oh, but she was she was angry and she put all her might into it and threatened me in my ear. See, that's what I mean when I say it, abuse is abuse. Whether you hitting, whether you slapping, whether you spitting, it's still abuse at the end of the day. Stop it. I, I just, 
Y'all know I, I go back and I and I look at, at my situation, you know, when I was in my domestic abuse situation, and it was like the same thing. He would tell me, Oh, ain't no man gonna want you, you leave, bitch. I'ma kill you. It was all of that. So I was scared, and then I was torn down. And I think that's why a lot of men stay. You know what? Let me not even say I think I know that's why a lot of men stay. A lot of men stay because they don't want failure. They don't want it to fail. They don't want the relationship to fail. Azrael says she wanted me to come back. That's why she said that. She said, why would I come back to a place where literally anything could have happened? My name on the lease, you hurt. Before I get back, then what? Right. That's gaslighting. Baby, when I tell you she was, that's gaslighting at its finest. That's manipulation at its finest also. And we do see that a lot. You know, that's the control. They want to control. They want to really try to control the situation. So I'm going to tell him something to make him stay. Or if I tell him I'm going to hurt myself, that's going to make him stay. And again, that goes with men too, because I've seen men. But again, we're not talking, we're not talking about men being the abusers we talking about women being abusers so i'm not trying to walk down that way but i will have another show where i will discuss men being the abusers and women being the victims so tonight i want to just stick to talking about my men being the victims and women being the abusers so again um y'all drop in the comments let me know who do y'all think initiates violence more men or women and why why do you know why do you say it's men why do you say it's women Got some more comments. Hold up. <laughs> Diana, hey, hey, good to see you, baby. Good, good, good to see you. My cousin, hey, baby. She said, you better talk the truth, girl. Good girl. She said, cousin, come through. Girl, let God use you. Let me tell you something. That's all I can do. And that's why I say I was given, I was gifted this platform and I'm utilizing it for the greater good. You get what I'm saying? I'm using it to speak on conversations that we don't, particularly talk about especially in the black community so that's the premise behind black girl interrupted but we're, we're gonna get into that at the you know at the end of the show as i roll into the final thoughts and we talk about what's coming next so diana says words are just are not justification to put hands on anyone right but you know diana we see this all too often we see uh women that and again i'm talking Women being the abusers and men being the victims. We see this. You know, a woman could be sitting there and a man could say, man, I, I don't want to talk about this. And she's pushing it. You know, she's she's instigating the situation. She's trying to escalate the situation when he's like, no, we're not going to do this, man. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. And she's like, yeah, you're going to listen to me. You hear me talking to you. And she's and she's pushing him in the face. She, you know, before you know it, she, she, she slapped him. Because he's telling you, we're not going to do this. Would you rather for this man reach around and slap your ass into the middle of next week? Stop doing that. You're gaslighting him. You're trying to manipulate. You're trying to be in control of the situation. And we as women, sometimes when we are not in control of the situation, then we get angry. That's really what heightens it up is because we're losing control. We, don't, we no longer have the control now. We no longer have the upper hand. So as so in regards to what Ezra was saying, they result to that. Well, I'm going to hurt myself. You know, if you leave, I'm going to do this to me. Oh, well, if you leave, I'm going to call your mom and I'm going to tell your mom or I'm going to do this and I'm going to do. Here come the threats. No. 
no no so Ezra says I don't think it matters who starts it as far as a man or a woman. Generally, whichever party likes toxic environments. And those parties are generally identifiable through their friends and the media they consume. Yet they claim they don't like toxic, but they constantly revolve between these environments. Baby. <laughs> oh, Ezra, baby, you just hit the nail on the head because you know what you got to There are a lot of females who have friends that advocate and support the bullshit that they do instead of calling them out and saying hey that's like okay diana's that's like if me and diana we hanging out diana i'm only using you as an example baby so that's like if me and diana hanging out and i'm seeing her talk down to her dude you know she's telling oh he ain't shit you know she's doing all of this i'm a, you know i'm gonna wait until she's you know it's just me and i'm be like man sis come on now why Sis, why you doing all of that? Man, that ain't even called for. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to chastise your friend in private. You get what I'm saying? Because you don't want to do it in the middle of the situation. Because you don't want to escalate it. But you do have a lot of women that are with their homegirls that are doing this to these men. That are, ah, they cheering them on. They're advocating for them to do this. And that's not healthy. You get what I'm saying? So Azrael says... I think people stay because they love the idea of somebody, the person they met and fell in love with and hope they could come back. And that's what I, and that's exactly what I said at the beginning. It's the failure. No one wants to see a relationship fail. No one goes into a relationship with the hopes of everyone goes. Let me say this. Let me back up. People go into relationships with the hopes of the relationship is going to go somewhere. A lot of people go with the hopes that it's going to end in marriage. No one goes in hoping and praying that their relationship is going to fail. But a lot of times we see the red flags in the beginning and we really feel like if I love this person hard enough, I do this, that, and the third with this person, they'll change. No, a person will only change if they want to change. That's the only time they're going to change. It doesn't matter how many how many times you you begging, you pleading, you doing you doing this, that, and the third. A person is only going to change when they want to change. So Diana says manipulation. That's yeah, that's it. Diana, you are girl. Diana be on my she be on me. She she gets me together, baby. When I be slipping. So Azra says to be fair, I think women pressure men like that because they need to resolve it immediately and act on their emotion. And the man is trying to wait till it can actually become a level, a level minded discussion. And this can be men pressuring women as well. And that's, and you know, going back to the, you know, piggybacking on your comment, Azra, I want to leave it up for just a moment. I said that, you know. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. 
For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. A lot of times, men are like, hold up, man. I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about it right now. And then you have women that say, man, you know, babe, let, let's talk about it. I don't want to say the wrong thing, you know, because I'm still learning how to do that. You know, I'm, um, I'm learning how to think before I speak. A lot of us need to learn how to think before we speak, because like I say, cooler heads always prevail. you get what I'm saying. How can you talk and have a level headed conversation when he's screaming, you're screaming, neither one of you could hear each other. So how are you going to get any type of resolution when he's screaming at you, you screaming at her? Come on now. I know it's easier said than done. But allow that man to walk away, ladies. Stop, stop running behind that man. Stop using manipulation tactics, manipulative tactics, manipulation tactics. Stop gaslighting to try to get the man to stay. If he say, you know what, I need to go, I need to go cool off, I would rather for him to say, you know what, let me go cool off before something physically happens. One of my really close, close friends that I lost almost two years ago was a victim of domestic violence. And again, this show is dedicated to him tonight. Him and his girlfriend, at the time, you know, they had been smoking, drinking, or whatever. And then, you know, y'all know how liquor and weed does, you know. It, it makes people get out of character. So he was trying to lead to de-escalate the situation. And her emotions got the best of her. And she stabbed him twice in the chest and he was killed. And he was trying to leave. He was trying to prevent that from happening, you know, and he lost his life. It happens, y'all. It's not talked about enough. And these are conversations that we need to sit and we need to talk about on a regular. So Diana says, we need to stop saying women are emotional. It subconsciously gives women the idea they can act any kind of way without the consequences. Right. You know, and, and that's what I mean when I say nine times out of ten when it's a when it's a domestic violence situation, a lot of times the women don't go to jail. When the men call the police, the police laugh. Oh, man, I know, I know she ain't over there doing that to you, bro. Come on, come on. But I have seen some situations where women have gone to jail. Like I say, my situation, we both were arrested. We both went to jail. I got charged with felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon because I did have a knife. They didn't see me with a knife, but I did try to stab him. Yes, I did. I'm not proud of that. That's part of the past, but that's part of what made me the woman I am today. So I don't sugarcoat anything like that. I've been an abuser. I've been the one that has told the man, oh, you ain't shit. You ain't this. You not that. I've been the one. I've done that. I've been the one that when the man is trying to leave, I'm running behind. Oh, no. 
You gonna talk to me, you gonna do this, you gonna do that. I've been the one to do that. But a lot of y'all, some of y'all women ain't ready for that conversation. A lot of y'all not really, really, really ready to admit that some of y'all are really toxic. Because I guess toxicity has now become the new norm. I don't understand why, but apparently it has. So I want to jump into one last video. Hold up. Let me let me pull the comment in. I want to jump into this last video as we roll through the show. So Azra says, that's why I simply called and asked for an escort off the premises. Not calling, saying there's an active domestic violence situation on, um, in progress. But they knew, you know, when you're calling and you want to be escorted off, nine times out of ten, B, they already know. They already know when they get there. Must be some, some shit popped off. He trying not to go to jail. That's what they, you know, when the, when the police officers get there, that nine times out of ten, they, that's what they thinking, you know. And they say language means everything, though. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. All right, so y'all drop in the comments. I want to know. I'm taking a poll. Who do you think initiates violence more, men or women? And I want to know why. Why do you feel like, you know, why did you pick your answer? If y'all choose men, why did you choose men? If you choose women, why did you choose women? Drop in the comments. But I want to jump off. Oh, excuse me. So Diana says, yeah, it's the idea you could say whatever you want to me and then just end the convo. That burns a lot of women up because they feel that they are being silenced. Women got to learn how to manage emotions. Bingo! Diana, you just said a mouthful with that, B. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Is we we women, we act off of emotions and we, and we don't know how to control them. Because we feel like, and, and this is not for all women. And I'm only going to speak for me because I feel like I have to have the last word. You get what I'm saying? That's like in my current relationship, you know, my, my, my honey that I'm with now. It's like when I start yelling on the phone, he's like, all right, I'm about to go because see, you yelling now. You get what I'm saying? That's his way of saying, hold up now. You need to, uh-uh, come on now. You need come on. You 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 at five hundred. You almost at a thousand. I'm gonna need you to bring it back down to zero. So and that's one of the things that I love about him is that he he's he's showing me how to control my emotions and how to manage them. So I'm learning how again to think before I speak. So, but Diane, I got a bit. I got a video, y'all, and then I want to jump back. But I do want to know in the comments. Uh. Who do you think initiates violence more, men or women? So when we jump, so let me jump into this video. And then we're going to answer that question. Domestic violence is a growing problem in Georgia, and advocates say the victims aren't just women and children. A new report released today suggests men are being victimized a lot more than we think. Fox News' Brian Hill has a look at the new study from the Georgia Commission on Family Violence. The 20-page report is the state agency's first study focusing on male victims of family or domestic violence. The Georgia Commission on Family Violence hopes this study will help educate law enforcement and other community stakeholders about the challenges men face and why their assaults often fall through the cracks. The belief that 
the domestic violence organizations and shelters and safe houses out there, I believe among males is that they aren't there to service them. The Georgia Commission on Family Violence's graph here shows the data collected from 2016 to 2020. While women make up the majority of family violence victims, the report found that men account for 30 percent. We have to, as a society, give men the space to admit that they are victims. The commission's research identified 256,000 reported family violence incidents over a four-year period. According to the report, one in 10 men experienced stalking, sexual, and or physical violence by an intimate partner during their lifetime. When it's a female uh, who is the abuser, the natural inclination, I think, may be to assume that he can handle himself. The agency believes the number of male victimization is much higher and isn't reported primarily due to social norms around gender roles, the idea of disbelief by law enforcement and other stakeholders, and a perceived lack of services for men. If there is a male identified at the scene who is a victim, I think there is an unconscious bias, so men may not get referrals at the scene for services. The report says that all victims experience barriers to reporting their abuse and getting support. However, they say male victims face barriers that are intensified by socially normalized perceptions of men as perpetrators of violence. The commission's goal for this report is to create awareness and improve responsiveness and accessibility to services for anyone in this struggle. Without adequate services, we risk more lives being lost. The commission now plans to examine other special populations like immigrant and LGBTQ communities who've also been less represented in conversations about this issue. Brian Hill, Fox 5 News. Ooh, and that's, a, you know, that's another. Hold on, let me let me get this comment. Hold on. So Azra says, in my experience, it's not enough for women to get the last word. I'd let her get it in. But she wants a reaction from me, but not just a reaction, a reaction she wants me to have. If I let her talk and she doesn't get a rise out of me, it passes her off me, no matter my response. If I'm calm, she don't hear what I see. Azra, you know I love you, baby. What kind of women are you dealing with? We got to find we got to find you a good woman, baby. One that ain't one that ain't been hurt. One that ain't gone from a victim to the bully. Just take some time for you, brother. I, I love you, love you, love your lots. But we we got the we we got to figure out the type of women you know that you're attracting because we, we'll talk. We gonna talk, brother. I, I promise we gonna talk because it it is. It's something in you that attracts these type of women. You know, maybe they see you as a pushover. Maybe they see, I don't know. I don't know, brother. I, I don't know. We'll talk. We're, we're going to talk, though. We'll talk. Diana say that part. Whew. So I want to go back again to my question. Who initiates violence more, men or women? Drop in the comments and y'all let me know. So the video, that clip that I just played, now we know why. You know, why men are always the forgotten victims when it comes to abuse. They're not giving the, they're not providing in a lot of the resources that women are giving. There's no hotline for men to call. There's no shelters in place for men to go to. 
And as you see, it said one in 10 men will be victims of stalking. Some type of abuse. But we don't talk about this. This is a conversation that people are afraid to open a door for. But it's so easy for us to discuss women, but so hard when it comes to men. And that's a part of the world, a part of the narrative that needs to be changed. But to you men, you know, y'all deserve safe spaces. Y'all deserve the platform to come and talk about it without the ridicule, without the, the bullshit that comes behind it, without the need for y'all to always have to be strong. Y'all have feelings. Y'all don't deserve that. Hold on, we got a couple of comments. So Diana says, that video makes me believe men initiates violence more. I want to go on record saying, though, that the who does it more isn't the point because there's too many either way. Azra says, I still vote gender doesn't matter. LOL, just that mindset and what helps create that mindset, which kind of leads me towards women. <laughs> hey, and, you're, and you know what? There's no right or wrong answer. You know, when it comes to that question, who initiates violence more, there's no right or wrong answer because everyone is going to feel the way, you know, and everyone's entitled to feel the way that they feel. You know, I'm not saying men don't initiate, but women do it too because we act off of our emotions when we don't get our way with our own temper tantrums. Oh, no, you're going to listen to me and you want to jump all in his face and you want to push him all in the face and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm going to lean a little towards the women. Especially when it comes to being able to manage the emotions. And I'm not saying men can't manage their emotions because I didn't see some y'all erratic ass men, too. But again. I'm not talk this plat this this show tonight is not about women being the victims. It's about men being the victims. It's about women holding themselves accountable for being abusers to men. That's what this show is about tonight. I've not only shared my story of being a domestic abuse survivor, but we always push for the women and we never advocate for the men. Let me no, let me back up. We always advocate for the women, but we never advocate for the men. We don't we you know, it, it's all people always deflect and say, "Oh, but women, oh, but men, men, men." But women do it too. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. We see it all the time. But just some of y'all are afraid to call out your toxic ass homegirl. You cheerlead her on this. You gaslight her and you tell her, girl, yeah, I would have slapped him in his face too. Y'all cheer this type of behavior on. So this is why men don't talk. Because it's toxic females that some of them are on my timeline. I'm not going to call you out. That advocate and rally for this type of bullshit, though. You know, again, I'm talking to men being the victims tonight. Women, I always advocate for y'all. And I still will continue to advocate for women. But tonight I'm speaking for the brothers. I'm speaking for the men that are victims of domestic violence. I'm speaking for the men that endured this as children and then ended up, like Johnny Depp said, started dating women like his mother, who, were, uh, who was abusive. So, I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't want to deflect. I want to stick to what's at hand. I'm advocating and I'm rallying for the men tonight. Some of you women, toxic, toxic, but you won't admit it. Y'all, y'all feel like toxic is the new, toxicity is the new norm. Oh girl, I love a toxic relationship. So you want to project that on someone else? You want to project your own pain on someone else? Come on, ladies, we got to do better. We got to do better, ladies. That's, that's not normal. That's not normal for us to sit and normalize toxic relationships. You got to be, you, you have to be mentally unstable to advocate and say you want to be in a toxic relationship. You know. Let me put, let me go to some of the comments. So Azrael says, but that could easily tip the scale to men becoming the majority because of the new environments and mindsets in the future. So Jamara says, we are usually the forgotten victims because it's not heard of. Men are usually the aggressors always being compared to Ike Turner. And that's, and that, but you know, that's how the meat and that's the way the media portrays it is that men are always the aggressors and never the women last year like i say when i did my my show on speaking on Dwayne haskins the wife was the aggressor the wife was arrested and some of the comments that i saw in regards to what this woman did to this man was absolutely sickening to me 
And that's what I mean when I say you have women that condone, that sit and cheer their friends on and encourage this type of behavior. So I'm going to say this again. I want you to keep that same energy when it happens to you. When you women become the victim, the same energy y'all have for men, keep that same energy for yourself. Because no one deserves to get beat on. Nobody. Nobody deserves to be talked to like they a piece of trash on the ground. No one deserves that. Women, stop telling men. Stop talking down on them. Stop tearing down their self-esteem. Stop it. Stop projecting your toxic behavior on another person. Stop doing that. You need to go get some mental help. And I think the reason now is it's really more now starting to be spoken about is because of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard situation. I think with, with this situation that's going on, I believe we will see more men come out and say, hey, I'm a victim too. I'm a victim of domestic violence. And again, when it comes to domestic violence, it's not always physical. I hope we see more men that come out and say, hey, I'm a victim. I pray that we see that. You know, I really do. I pray that that happens. Miss Diana says also just what they said. Most of the resources that are for women, um, that are for women, offer resources for men too. But if you go back and you watch that video, they don't offer those resources. They don't provide them at the scene. If a per if a man is calling, they're not giving them phone numbers to call. They're not telling them, "Oh, you could go here." What 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 shelters are there shelters for battered men? No, it's not. But you have shelters for battered women though. Diana says, also, men, you have to create your safe spaces the way women create theirs. But the reason men don't create their safe spaces, let me let me tell you why. Oh, you're welcome, Jamaris. He says, thank you for advocating for us. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm going to continue to advocate for the rights of men, fathers, whatever. You know, that's what I do. But the reason men aren't creating safe spaces is because men are embarrassed to go and tell somebody that they're being abused. Because men are going to look at him and say, oh, man, that, bro, how you, how you X, Y, Z, and you letting this woman talk to you like that, bro? Man, come on now. People ain't taking it serious. That's, this is why men don't have safe spaces, because no one's taking them serious. So how can they, so how can a safe space be created when they're ridiculed at the same time? They're being ridiculed. Ms. Diana says they aren't advertising the resource. Exactly. So men don't know which way to turn. So a lot of them stay. Men feel, you know, men, there's, you know, there's no hotlines for us to call. They're not giving this information. They're not giving them this information. So Azra says, I do believe the 
some instances of domestic violence, the party giving the domestic violence doesn't always realize it and when it's not physical. And the receiving part, party more than likely won't even mention it to their partner. But what? let's talk about the ones that do. Let's talk about the ones that do. Does the person stop? Miss Diana says, and that's what I mean if men aren't taking themselves seriously. I'm going to say this. A lot of men do take their situation seriously because, I, again, I lost a, a really dear friend of mine to domestic violence. He tried to leave the situation, and guess what? He ended up in a grave. He tried to walk away from the situation, and he ended up in a grave. You do have men. The reason they don't take themselves seriously is because they're embarrassed. It's a societal thing. Society has not made, has not recognized it or made it normal. You get what I'm saying? Again, I think the only reason it's being spoken about now is because of this Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. A lot of men are suffering in silence. You got anywhere from 30 to 40% plus men that are victims of domestic violence. Those are stats. You know, they're not giving the resources freely to men like they do to us women. So Ezra says, I don't think it stops because when it's not physical, chances are part of them being abusive is they will dismiss any negative mentions of their person. Otherwise, I don't think it should get there. When it comes to abuse, It doesn't always start out physical. It may escalate to physical. Sometimes it may never get physical. They may just stay verbal abusive, verbally abusive. Good. Oh, hey, sis. What's good, my baby? What's good, girl? It's so good to see you. Thank you for tuning in tonight. It's good to see you, hon. But uh, in those relationships, like I say, it doesn't always turn physical. It may just stay verbally abusive. And I think with men, they've heard it so long that it becomes normal for them. They become immune to it or they become numb to it. So Ezra says, I'm talking about cases of verbal abuse where the party tells their partner and nothing happens because a part of their abuse is they are dismissed. Right. They're not taking it seriously because they don't feel like what they're doing is abuse. Oh, yeah. So what? Because I told you wasn't going to be shit. What does that mean? That's gaslighting. Now, now you're trying to manipulate the situation to still be in control. Being dismissive, you're still trying. You still are trying to show that you have the upper hand. You know, so that that's that's where it is. Is you're still trying to be in control. You still want to be in control of the situation. So I'm gonna be dismissive of what you're saying. Cause I don't feel like I've done anything wrong. Okay, because I told you that 
you were fat in that outfit. I was just telling you the truth. That's what they say. That's what they're going to say. That's what a narcissistic person says. You know. Hey, Jess. Good to see you, sweetheart. Thank you for tuning in. Azrael says, this, that's why nothing happens. If they weren't as dismissive of that as that, then chances are it never even reaches that state. I think we're going to agree to disagree, but I do agree with your statement, though. <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> I do. I get exactly what you're saying. So Diana says, a lot of people think toxicity is normal. They think you post the, you're supposed to cut. Right. She said they think you're supposed to cuss each other out and threaten and throw things and talk crazy to each other. Same as the, when these young boys get molested by their babysitters and they're being told they're supposed to like it. You know what, Diana? Let me piggyback on, on the last of what you said because when you see these boys, let me, let me go back to your comment real quick. Because back in the day when little boys were... We're having sex with these grown women, the, they, the babysitters, these babysitters. Men were telling them, oh, yeah, you just got your little piece of cooler. They shrugged it off when really in actuality, that's abuse. You're a grown woman sleeping with a 10-year-old child? Come on now. Oh. Uh. And we're going to talk about that because I did a show about that too. I think it's time for me to wake up a lot of these conversations that I talked about last year. I think it's time for me to bring it back to the forefront now. Oh, yeah, the teachers. Yep. So going back into this, why are men always the forgotten victims when it comes to abuse? We need to change that narrative. And allow men to be open and be able to discuss these types of situations. We have to stop sweeping men being victims under the rug. We have to stop doing it. Again, I, I hope that this conversation opens up a lot of eyes. I hope that this conversation doesn't fall on deaf ears. I want men to know that we know y'all are victims too. We know y'all have forgotten about a lot of times. We know this. We know it's difficult for y'all to have these conversations. We know it's embarrassing. We know that there are no resources out there for you. We know that. But we as a community, we as a people, we have to change that. I'm not going to rush a man to address his pain now. But when you're when it's time, when you're mentally ready, when you're emotionally ready, when you're spiritually ready, when you're physically ready, Speak. Because you're not alone in this. There are a lot of men out here that are being abused right now as we speak and they're afraid to talk about it because of the ridicule. 
because society has told them to suck this up. We got to change the narrative on that. So I want to go into my final thoughts for tonight's episode. Tonight I did part two of domestic violence. Women are not the only victims. Hold on, before I go into my final thoughts, got a couple of comments really quickly. Hold on. So Suave says, I feel like they've been abused since they was little ones until they just don't know any better because they are thought to get up or it's just soft to talk about your feelings that way. Azra says, acknowledgement is the first step to move past regret. Regret keeps you trapped in the past. I definitely agree with that statement. I absolutely agree with that statement. Diane, I'm going to post that. Let me get to my final. Let me do my final thoughts and then I'm going to post that. So going into my final thoughts. Ugh. Let me go back into my final thoughts. Tonight's show. is part two of a show I did back in July of 2021. And I spoke on domestic violence to men. Men have always been the forgotten victims when it comes to abuse, whether it's sexual, whether it's verbal, whether it's mental, men are always the forgotten victims. And I don't understand why. No person on this earth deserves to be hit on. No person that walks this earth deserves to be verbally abused and spoken to like they're a piece of trash on the ground. No one deserves that. Tonight's episode was very near and dear to me because again, I lost a really close friend to domestic violence. I can't believe it's been over a year already, almost two years. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. What the hell just happened? Y'all just happened. That's what I mean when I be seeing. Every time I try to do something good, the devil always tries to come and knock me down. But guess what? I'm going to keep rolling. And as I was saying, no person deserves to be slapped on, talked horrific to, no person. But to you men, do know you're not alone. There are resources out here for you if you need the help. I hope that the situation with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, I hope the conversation doesn't end with them. 
Let me post this up really quickly. Diana posted, I'm going to leave that up for just a moment. That is the National Domestic Violence Hotline phone number. She says they help men too, and they will tell you the resources in your area. So men, please do not be afraid to contact the domestic violence hotline. You're not alone in this. You are not the only man in the world that is in a domestic violence situation as we speak. You could also text START to the number 88788. Y'all, I'm really not trying to get choked up. I'm really not trying to get emotional because my heart really aches for men that are victims of domestic violence. I'm so sorry to the men that are enduring this or have endured this. And again, domestic violence does not always necessarily mean physical. I was like that to my son. I was the victim who became the bully. It starts at home. Someone has to break the curse. We have to start creating safe spaces for one another to be able to be open to discuss these types of situations because somebody's suffering in silence and afraid to talk because of what society says. Fuck that narrative. I said it. To hell with that narrative. Men, you're human too. You don't deserve whatever it is that you're going through. And to you toxic ass females that advocate and, and say toxicity is normal, I pray for you and I hope you get the therapy that you so truly need. Because you have got to be an unstable human being to feel like being abusive to a man is okay. And I say that with the most sincerest heart. Whew. Baby. So the upcoming episodes for Black Girl Interrupted Podcast tomorrow night. I know I, sh I should have been going through going live throughout the months of April, but Again, y'all, y'all know from the beginning, I've been having my own mental things that I had to deal with, but I'm in a much better space. I'm going to be back on two days a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, but tomorrow night, I'm going to be talking about estate planning, wills, trust, life insurance, because I'm here to tell you, let me tell you something right now. If you ain't got no life insurance and something happened to you, I am not contributing to your GoFundMe page. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not donating to your GoFundMe page. I'm not buying none of your mama nasty fish plates. I'm not buying no t-shirt to support. I'm not doing none of that. If you got money to buy Jordans, 
then you can go stand, you can go get you some life insurance. Go get a will set up. Go get you a trust. Leave your children with generational wealth and not generational debt. I'm just gonna go and put it out there. So tomorrow's night's episode, we're gonna be talking about talking about estate planning, wills, life insurances, and trust. Mm, some of y'all need to. Y'all need to get y'all stuff in order, baby. I see y'all with them brand new iPhones, but you ain't got no life insurance. Go sell them Jordans that you be posting. Go sell some of that jewelry you be posting with on Facebook and Instagram and all of that. Go sell some of that. It don't cost but $10 a month, baby. Get your $20,000 life insurance policy. Stop playing. Because I'm letting you know right now, I'm not contributing to not one GoFundMe page. So before you die, you might want to go get that go get that in order because I'm here to tell you I'm not contributing. So do not send me the link to a GoFundMe page because I'm going to delete it. And that's all I'm going to say. So hmm, I'm just going to say it. See, some of y'all be afraid to say it. And I'm just going to tell you, I'm not contributing to no GoFundMe, no GoFundMe pages, no Zells, no Venmos, no none of that. I'm not sending no money to nobody when you got the money to go get your life insurance policy. So we're going to talk about that tomorrow night. So Miss Diana says, <laughs> you're doing God's work, mama. Thank you, sis, for even coming, you know, for coming through, for, for participating in the conversation. Um, we need to talk outside of this because um, I'm trying to put something together for July, um, like a round table. So I'll get with you uh this weekend to discuss what i got planned for july because i definitely would love for you to be a part of that um it's going to be very beautiful what i got going on then i got some other people that uh are going to join in on the panel as well so i'll get with you this weekend um diana says i wish i could have come in from the start so she says men you have to handle domestic violence differently than women you need to document 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 keep a journal take pictures have doctor's records, everything that they, everything that they tell us women we need to do, men, y'all need to do the same. You need to document it. You need to put some dates, receipts, whatever it is you need to have, your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. So you need to have that together. So Swabe, yes, I'm not buying your mama nasty fish plates. I'm not eating them stale peas. I'm not eating that cold, nasty, stale potato set. I'm not eating none of that. I'm No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it at all. So she say facts. I'm telling you, I'm not doing it. So tomorrow night, like I say, eight o'clock central time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we're going to be talking about estate, plan estate planning, baby. So come with your information. Oh, thank you. I did, you know, I've, I've been having a lot of health issues um, that I had to get under control tomorrow. Again, you know, it's my last day of treatment, so um, I won't be so worn out. I won't be so drained. I'll be ready um, to go ahead. I start my new job uh, May the 9th, so I, I'm in a good space. I'm, you know, beautiful relationship, everything. So shout out to my baby. I don't know. He's at work. I, he may not be watching, but shout out to you, love. Um, all right, Diana, and I appreciate that. She said, you know, I'm down girl. Cause we gonna, we gonna, we gonna wake some things up in July. June is already written out, but July, we got some great things to talk about. Um, 
So on that note, like I said, tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, same same place, YouTube, Facebook. Y'all know where I'm at. I'm on every streaming platform. I'm on Apple, Google. Uh, where else am I at? Baby, I'm all over the place. Look, just put in Black Girl Interrupted and just subscribe to me everywhere so that way you don't miss any episodes. <laughs> but again, tomorrow night, we're, but seriously, though, tomorrow night we're talking about estate planning. Um, this is a very much needed conversation that we in the community have to have um, because we we just don't do this. We don't like to discuss death. We don't like to plan for death, but it's a necessity. And uh, I can't wait for tomorrow night's episode. I'm absolutely ecstatic. I'm glad to be back in front of the camera. Um, but let me post this really quickly for y'all again. Miss Diana posted. Yes, ma'am, I am. I'm an old Visa card ass. I'm everywhere you want to be. Yes, indeed, baby. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm on Apple. I'm on Google. I'm on iHeart. I'm on Spotify. I'm on Deezer. I'm, I'm everywhere, baby. Any, put in, I'm on Amazon Podcast. I'm on Audible. I'm everywhere. You just put that in and, and I'm everywhere. So let me post this comment really quickly for domestic violence. Again, there is the phone number. It is 1-800-799-7233. That is the National Domestic Violence Hotline number. So if you or someone you know is a victim of domestic violence, please call that number. Please report it because we do not want any more lives taken behind domestic violence. They're already killing, the police are already killing us. We don't need to add anything else on top of that. So I love you guys. Again, I do want to say thank y'all so much. Excuse me for tuning in. I appreciate the continuous love, the continuous support that y'all show me on a daily. Um, I will see y'all tomorrow night. Same time, same place. And y'all be ready because, baby, I'm going to make tomorrow night so much fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to joke. But I'm really going to be serious, though, when it comes to estate planning. So on that note, I love y'all. I will see y'all tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Black Girl Interrupted Podcast. Love y'all. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for the summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.